Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable, mid-morning chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. And it's hashtag finally Friday. Oh, please. That, does that get you excited, Tim Andrews? Oh, yeah. Happy Friday. How about that, Tim? Cool. Yeah. It's equally stupid, but at least Friday has a positivity to it. Uh huh. Finally, when you start your day with the word finally, where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going? Oh, I hate my job. Finally. finally. You know what? Quit. Yeah. Oh, but I got my kid. Oh, you stupid kids. Your wife. Leave. You don't have to do this, man. What? Come on, For better man. or worse. This bad? You can go this the, worse? Go in the woods, build a cabin. Look at my dad. He just walked out when I was 12 years old and went on to his own life. And let me tell you something. You can do that, too. I remember the last thing. Like, my dad woke up that morning. And you know what I heard from his bedroom? Finally Friday. Mm. And I knew <laughs> that was not going to be a good day. So if and you're that's, f- Yes? That's why you've always hated people that say that. That's right. Because they remind me of the dad that abandoned me. Abandoned me. Yeah, that was Jared. the longest cigarette ever. <laughs> He said he was going out for some smokes. Yeah. What he Maybe. meant was to start a new life. You yeah. know, sometimes those phrases get confused. It's a, you know, fine line between I'm going to go get some smokes well, and start a whole new life. He's old enough now. You know, he's nine. So Yeah, he'll be able to. I was, I was 12. I was, I was old enough to take over as the lead male in the household. Absolutely. The Not top much. dog. Maybe he was just trying to start his weekend off early. Uh, he did. It's been a very long weekend. <laughs> And, uh, you know, now he's dead, so he's uh, gone. But he lived into his 80s. Yeah. I probably won't. You don't think so? No, he probably got his uh, I probably won't make stuff it checked out. You think you're not going to make it until 60? I don't Well, at so. least you had a kid in your 50s. Well, good for him. Something to leave behind. I'm going to live forever. But I can groom him to do voices when you're gone, to take your place. He says right now, hi, doggies. That's pretty good. Hi, doggies. <gasps> Like Nancy Pelosi. No, yeah. he's not. That's slurring. his impression of yeah. Nancy, Slo- Nancy Pelosi. It's an applause Slo- moment, Doggy. To- that's an applause line. I was told that uh, I need to start watching my language around the house, so I that's probably appropriate. Really? Oh, man, my kids curse like. Well, they, they got that from somewhere. Yeah, me. Definitely that astronaut husband. Ex husband <laughs> yeah. of yours. Slamming I stuff. See, I can see him. Like He probably swears only when he stubs his toe. Oh, darn oh, it. Oh, dag. Dag Oh, sugar. He was too good of a person. Autumn had to get the hell yeah. out of him. But she didn't do it like my dad. You know, they, they went through a proper uh, settling of the score. D- despite growing up in a divorced family, I have to give props to both my dad and my mom. They did a really good job of And not all co- your fake dads and, that and, came along the way. And, yeah, the, oh, the, the uncle the, dads. The ex stepdads, the ex stepmoms, the current stepmom. You know, yeah. there's. Uh, there's they, a lot they were of love. good. They were good. A lot of love. And they didn't really cuss too much around me until I got older. Maybe I wasn't. Yeah. I don't feel it? like nothing is. I don't feel like anything is wrong with cursing in front of your kids. You are the oh, adult. That's yeah, bad. but they, they, they no, no. go to school and yeah, say it. right. And so like then they'll get in trouble at school, and then they will learn well, they that there are certain situations where you can curse, and certain when you can't. Yeah. You are a kid. You shouldn't be cursing. If you're at school, you shouldn't be cursing. If you're at home and you stub your toe and you say, "Oh, 
you know, D, whatever. It's like, all right, it's fine. You're at home. So I, it reminds me of my, with my oldest. Uh, he was probably about eight or nine when The Simpsons really got going. And he was a big fan of Bart Simpson. And I just said, you can watch Bart Simpson. The minute you start acting like Bart Simpson at school, then you'll no longer be allowed to watch The Simpsons. Right. So there's a... But... They weren't swearing on The Simpsons. I don't know. I don't think it's something that should be encouraged. If kids oh, I'm are not gonna, encouraging it. I'm saying if kids are going to be around adults, they're probably going to hear some swear words. I certainly heard my share. But I feel like I always knew that I wasn't allowed to use them. It was like one of those things where I thought, well, that's when, when you're an adult, you're allowed mm-hmm. to do that. So I always knew that I couldn't do it at school or, or if I did do it on the playground that we were being sneaky and naughty or whatever. So... But I don't think you should uh, just be swearing up a storm like this Autumn Fisher does in front of her poor children. <laughs> no, it's more like when I'm at the end of my rope and they and I've asked them to put their shoes on for the billionth time. Yeah. And I'm trying to get somewhere by a certain time and get things done. I'm like, get your shoes uh, on. You oh, know? I heard that a lot from my mom as I was yeah. dodging wooden spoons. Yeah, same here. Yeah. And shoes. But then I say, I love you. Oh, okay. So they associate <laughs> swearing with love. Yeah. I so getting love getting you rewarded. So much. <laughs> you, you little effing. <laughs> yeah, you little pig. <laughs> Mom's not having a good day. Well, I get Don't in trouble sometimes. Mama needs her baba. What's that? I get in trouble sometimes by my kids for saying frickin'. Yeah, because they're better people than you are. At least like, you get out of here. I freaking love get you. Get out of here. The oldest one is old enough to realize. Is just old enough to realize that. Mom's not having a good day. <laughs> oh, I was, the youngest yeah. one. It, it is crazy the, when yeah. you pick up on that yeah, as a kid. You're like, okay, I'm going to uh, ask leave Dad for this one. Yeah. Ellie, I'm going to ask. Yeah, Ellie is more uh, like blind to that kind of thing. Oh. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm having a bad day. She's like, can I have my iPad? Like, yeah. Can I have yeah. a snack? But then Pete's like, here you go, Mom. Here's a, I brought you a piece of gum. Oh, look Aww. at that. Hey. Look at that. So the girl's just cold. She doesn't, She's like cold. No She's just like, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. Good uh, luck with your feelings. Bye. <laughs> you worked that out. Yep. Pete's like, Mom, do you want me to get you a water? Uh, no, yeah, I don't. Thanks, Pete. Do you say yes sometimes, to, even when you don't want the water? Oh, yeah. Just well, so, they always, they're always in the shower and yeah. like, are, are having like a little cafe. Like, Mom, do you want to buy some water mm. from the cafe? I'm like, ugh. Yeah. All right, kids. You know <laughs> You got to put a bottle of whiskey in the fridge and they can pour you a mommy's yeah. special water. You know, mommy's special water. water. Yeah. No, mommy's baba. Yeah. It's mommy water, well, there's... brown water. <laughs> there's a, there's I got a, a pump that toilet. <laughs> That's where Not I hide that. my booze. <laughs> Not that brown one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is a drink called mom water. Yeah. Mm, it's a booze. It's, it's a booze thing that... It's uh, not, it's not um, bubbly, creative. which is interesting. People who watch the Kardashians think it's fun to drink something like that that'll be yeah. out of business in the next three years or so. I saw a, a headline come out. Courtney Kardashian uh, claps back at... Uh, who gives a damn? Who gives it? You're not even Kim. Why would I care that <laughs> you're, you're clapping Kim. back? Well, what was she clapping somebody? back about? Because there's I some new. Nobody knows. There's a headline about all whatever of them NBA all the time. stars involved. Yeah. I don't know. They're always in the headlines. They find ways to stay relevant, and you know. I, guess I wish I else... could figure that out. <laughs> well, you got to clap back better. at somebody. I'm, you know, I'm a clap back. back. 
Sorry. Go ahead. Ray J. No. Ray yeah, Ray J. That. I keep see. I know nothing about this I, except that through headlines over years. And so now, what he needs some kind of shine or something because now he said, "Well, there were three sex tapes." He and, should get a taste. You know, the mom yeah, so watched them made, all. Oh, yeah. I see. And picked the one that would be best before it was leaked. So I, I Ray J. Wait deserves a, a taste. Did, of that no, hold on. This is coming a long way here. So, <laughs> Autumn, Kim Kardashian right did not You're know right. that this was being taped. So yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Yes, she did. This is under some dispute, is it not? No. Um, the fact that it was leaked, or um, intentionally or not, is the part that's I've still under never dispute. seen She this. always knew she was being filmed. Easy to find, yeah. Now, was it something that where they looked at what happened with... Um, Paris. Who, Paris, and said, yes. hey, that shot to fame, this will work? They were friends. They were friends. And this Ray J is saying, hey, this was all planned out? Yes, that she went to hair and makeup before they wow. filmed their little Well, my thing. wife does that. You know, before, I mean, she wants to look good. If your son's made a porn tape. Before, if, if we're going to have, if once she notices I'm getting a little frisky, she's just going right to right into, right into hair and makeup. Wait, if one of your sons made a porn tape, would you sit through and pick the best one to leak or well, watch? Well, hold on. Well, hold on. No, hold on a second. Now, that's what Chris did. Now, let me ask this question, though. Now, both of my sons I find to be reasonably intelligent, and I think they're going to have good lives, and they're going to be able to make money. Now, if my son was just a complete moron and i thought this is the only way they're going to be able to make uh millions of dollars then i would uh you'd watch it and no pick i'd have my wife watch okay you think she'd be comfortable with that i don't know no any i don't think she would. would be no she wouldn't be but i mean if you think about the money that's at the end of that like yeah. traumatic rainbow then maybe you would go for it and also you do have like the director think of forensics people they gotta look at it for money yeah, that's true you've got the director sensibility there eric too so i mean you've directed yeah. your own movie so you when you i'll be like i want that infrared green thing that seems to work in these sex <laughs> oh, that tapes works for uh, paris yeah so hers isn't like that no hers she has lighting color yeah you don't do hair and makeup for infrared green no. stuff well it wasn't like you know multiple cameras set up or anything it was still filmed like it was done and, and like she that. was not famous at the time at all. She was a little, little bit, like but nothing a like, model no. or something. She's always she was wealthy though. Well, we no. knew the Kardashians from the OJ right. trial, but you're welcome. <laughs> she was in. She was a socialite. Okay. I I, I don't like watching sex tapes because it, it's none of my business. Am I weird? It's you like, have that's, one. That's not no. I don't. I would never watch myself. <laughs> I don't. You know. White skin and pimples do not turn me on. Jared's pissed off. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's doing all this work behind the scenes. He's like, oh. You do it. You do it. He just. Yeah, he went full AOC. Just yeah. smacked back at Autumn Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just met, I literally just met you. You can do it if you want. Are we supposed to be doing a segment here? Yeah, Experts say you completely neglected it. You know, no, it's a, I didn't. I opened the show and welcomed the audience. We had a nice little discussion in our little family fun treehouse. Right? Yeah. Right, Autumn. Yeah. I'm on your side. Yeah. All right. But you're gonna have to fight him. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about porn. Of course. Experts. And kids cursing. Say? I don't. Huh? The experts say. Experts say. Okay. Experts say. The experts say. Experts say. The experts say. On the Von Hessler Doctrine. That last voice sounds familiar to me. Hauntingly. Need to be updated all the I think I killed that man <laughs> years ago. And that voice just haunts me. You crushed his spirit, but you didn't kill him.
I thought I crushed. Did I, didn't I get the spine as well? I, all I got was the spine. I only crushed one his vertebra, spirit. One vertebra. Well, one like a vertebra. phoenix. <laughs> one vertebra. <laughs> vertebra. Like a phoenix. He rose. Yes. <laughs> then he plucked a rib. Guys. And he created a wife. I didn't realize he had so much talent. I wouldn't have tried to kill him to begin with. So experts say is a bunch of experts out there. They say stuff. And uh, we tell you why it's complete garbage. This is a big deal, too, because this is coming up soon. This is from Eat This, Not That. Eat This, Not hey. That. Is that hey. the same people brought you righthere.com? Probably. Right here, right now. <laughs> right. America's number one Thanksgiving item is facing an additional price increase. What experts is say? Okay. Turkeys, of course. Well, I know, Turkeys. but I mean, but, you know, what is this is like my wife. She comes home every every time she's gone to the grocery store. So come back and say, well, now you can't believe what uh, this item costs. We just, everything's going up. Everything. The story you should tell me is if you went to the store and something cost less. That would be a story. (laughs) But I I don't need to know every week the different items that you've noticed and how much more they cost now. Let's just assume everything costs more until you find out that it doesn't. So it makes... It's not just turkeys, uh, your canned yams. <laughs> your canned yams? Is canned yams have gone up? Of course they yeah. You're not going to believe how yeah. much peas cost. Dude, peas, canned yams, that stuff you need for that terrible dressing that well, I had, bread un- pudding. Ugh. You don't like bread pudding? Oh. You're nuts. Unfortunately, and Bread nuts. and onions together should never oh, no, that's, that's not, not bread, bread pudding. pudding. That's stuffing. No, yeah. it's stuffing. I hate stuffing, too, but bread pudding. Well, no, no, bread pudding no. is the dessert. Yeah. No, 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 it's terrible. You don't know. I you're do nuts. know because my brother-in-law is known for his great bread. Well, you, you're more of a Fourth of July kind you know of. I'm saying bread pudding or. Maybe yes. He likes spotted dick. No. We all love spotted dick. It is good. That is really good. Did I say bread pudding? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, I messed up there. I know what bread pudding is. We it's know bread, you have. It's bread something. It's something else. It's like a sauce. It has onions and it's weird. I don't know. Bread sauce? It. Bread sauce. I'm never. <laughs> bread I sauce. want to try. Sauce. We squeeze. We, squ- we squeeze the, the bread. Farm. We squeeze the bread to get the squeeze. ripest juice. They used to call it bread milk, but the milk industry got angry and yeah. they can no longer refer to it as bread milk. It's bread, bread sauce. Fresh. Bread you bread also, I think it's actually called bread sauce. You have to admit, though, Eric, you, when it comes to things, I'm not lying. No, you're making up bread stuff. You're insane. Are you, do you smell My brother-in-law. Toast? Make something at Thanksgiving that is a tradition. Bread Everybody sauce. loves it. Bread sauce. Let's see. And yeah, I there it. is a bread sauce. It's English. Uh-oh, it's from the BBC. Yeah. It's Green butter English. milk white bay leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget the bay leaf. English. But don't eat it. You'll die. Don't English. eat the bay leaf. Bay leaf, does it kill you because it gets stuck in your throat? I don't know. It doesn't really kill they you. They put does. it in everything, but don't eat it. Well, I remember my mom taking it out. It was a big bay leaf, yeah. and you, you cook with it, and then you... And I, one time I tried to eat it, and it was just very, it was like, it yeah, was like plastic yeah. almost. Many yeah. chefs say that you don't even need a bay leaf, and you then don't. others disagree. Is this for bread pudding? Uh, no, this is for bread sauce. Yeah, uh, Jamie Oliver's beautiful bread sauce. Beautiful. Look how beautiful it is, all oh, the crumbs. Beautiful. All of the beige things go into it. Well, I it's hate lovely. bread pudding. So there you go. Whatever sauce. I like to call, who sauce. Sauce. Bread sauce. I'm I sorry. hate bread. I love bread pudding. 
I love onions on the bread. I love bread pudding. I don't like just, bread just sauce. I don't even you, know what it you is. You brought this up before on the show that you don't like Thanksgiving food. You don't like Thanksgiving food. I like turkey. That might be true. I like pie. Yeah, yes, I like turkey. Like I like pumpkin pie. I, I like hate apple thanks. pie. Let's talk about I like, now, here's the thing. I like uh, canned cranberry sauce That's better the than the real thing. Oh, no. No. Yeah. I grew up with that. No, Eric's right on that. It's like gelled soda pop. I love it. And you pull it out of the can and it's got the ridges on the gel. Yeah, like dog food. Yeah, except dog food that you can see through a little bit. (laughs) Well, the reason why turkeys are going up in price is not only because of inflation, but they're striking. Bird (laughs) Bird flu strike. The bird flu strike. Oh, no. Oh, they unnecessarily kill. One One bird gets a cold and they kill 10 of them. (laughs) All right, call it the avian flu. Let's have, please, we'll be a little highfalutin about okay, it. Okay, all right, but pinky well, is Well, I out. hope they get, if they get better, do we get to eat them you after they're eat sick? eat it with the flu. I don't understand why you could <laughs> Is that what you like? You like <laughs> flu? What, are they going to, like, like they're birds snot flu? running down their beak? Tucker Tim over here. Uh, I'm going to go hunt my own right well, now. Well, then it could jump into the humans, couldn't it? Not and then you'd, give it, you'd cough on somebody. Like the pangolin or bat or whatever, that wasn't cooked. It was raw. <laughs> You're no scientist. Eat it raw. Not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> wow. He's a player. <laughs> you damn right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Are, uh, are we going to do something else when we come back, or is it just going to be silence for the next three and a half hours? Uh, depends on how many hands I have. Sometimes we'll we have to, the audience has to understand, sometimes we have to do maintenance. We're on 24 hours a day, but today's not that day. We're going to come back, and we're going to continue talking and chatting and all that kind of nonsense. I can't wait. Uh, English Nick is here. Hello. Experts say is behind us. Oh, they had a lot to say. They had a lot to say, these experts. And now, I think we, is it too quick for me to say let's do this? It is You, you look frightened. I am frightened. Got a quick finger today. <laughs> hey, you got. Hey, you <laughs> feel like you feel like you got a quick finger. Quick it's fingers, a, Yamamoto. Uh, that's right. Hey, yeah. quick finger, Yamamoto. I got a job for you, quick fingers. Come down. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Jared, Jared, the finger. Let's do this. He's a misanthrope. He has a dark heart, and he needs a good psychiatrist. New York, New York. It's Greg Russ with stories from with Studio B One. It's a weird saying. I know when they say, oh, he got fingered, they mean like somebody pointed their finger at him and he's the... It's a weird thing. Ratted him out. Yeah. Who ratted yeah, him my out? My favorite movie was uh, the play on that. Freddy oh, got yeah. Fingered. Oh, yeah. You're a big uh, Tom whatever his name was. was Green. Green. I watch his live streams all the time. He's still on Instagram and he just does the live. He sort of invented that, you fun. know? Tom mm-hmm. Green, he actually kind of invented that whole thing, the, the live stream. Yeah, it's like his house. Of your whole life and all that. He's Canadian, right? He is Canadian, yeah, but don't, let's not hold that against oh, him. Oh, no, I'm just <laughs> wanting to clarify that he's a famous Canadian. That seems to me like you're ostracized. I hate the Canucks. <laughs> I was crushed when he and Drew Barrymore ended. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still I can't get over that. thought that that would last forever. You did, too? I did. Or, I know. just, I was really, really let down when that didn't. <laughs> it didn't seem like when that movie tanked, she divorced him. <laughs> Loser, like, I, I, I feel like if that movie, it? if that movie would have been a big success, yeah. maybe that relationship would have lasted a little bit longer. She never had any had a relationship with Adam Sandler apart from a fake movie one. Right? They're friends, but they don't tank. Yeah. That's why, even yeah. if they're not good, they don't tank. 
Even yeah. his bad movies are funny. I like Adam Sandler. I like his serious roles, too. That one where he yeah, was the jewelry guy. Oh, that oh. one was intense. Yeah, well, that wasn't a Sandler Jeez. movie, though. That was I know. Just his movies are terrible. What are you talking Excuse about? Excuse me. What? You're a woman. I don't expect you to like yeah. Adam no, Sandler. No, I'm what? sorry. No, I grew up listening to those tapes he put out, which I'm, I love. I'm going to um, align myself with the with the woman here. I, there's nothing. I, <laughs> you don't I, like I hate, I hate the concept Little of the Nikki. Adam Adam Sandler film because what it is is it's the perfect date movie. He's mm. because dudes are like, yeah, he's like frat, and, and for some reason, girls find him cute, and so it's mm. like the perfect date movie, which means it's not going to be a great movie. The perfect date movie is never the great movie. There are good like, ones. He has good ones. I don't yeah. know if you can't call them great if we're comparing them to all of cinema. Yeah, Nothing's no, great, but there are good ones. Yeah, which one's your favorite? Well, I mean, no, hold on, that's not true. Wedding Singer. Right, yeah, Wedding Singer's good, and that golf one is there. Happy go- oh, yeah, Happy Gilmore is fun. One, like, I thought Greg was a fan of The Cobbler. I thought you liked that was your favorite oh, Adam I Sandler. Cobbler? Yeah, I, I fell off at some point. <laughs> it was the one where he had the gangrene foot or the frostbite what foot. What the hell was The Cobbler? <laughs> it was a Netflix original. Yeah, that it was. was uh, he makes those bad Netflix movies on purpose to piss people <laughs> During off. During the pandemic that came out, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it was, it was cute. Cobbler. It was gangrene. He also does it so that he can take vacations wherever he wants. Yeah, yeah. And That's, invite all of his friends. I met, Here's the thing. He works all of his crew are all of his friends. That's the thing right. about him. He, yeah. I, I met him one time. We did a metal some live band karaoke thing for a rap party for one of his movies up at Lake Lanier. Uh-huh. He got up. He sang some Led Zeppelin with us. He complimented no, me. No, I think he's a, He was a really cool no, guy. No, I think he's a funny guy. But, Don't but get he, me wrong. I know what you're saying about some of his movies are bad. I mean, he could. He writes a movie like in a, a day. Like, okay, well, uh, well, he's on the toilet, he doesn't. Yeah, Listen, he if we wanted to make an Adam Sandler movie, we would all just say, all right, Eric, where do you want a vacation? Yes, and then we'd all and go And then there. we would Roswell. all figure out how we fit into yeah. a plot somehow. Grown up seven. Where can we yeah. drive? <laughs> Greg, Greg, I think Greg... <laughs> we're not flying. We know we're not flying. True, it just takes place in Eric's yeah. space. I think Greg would play the part that Adam Sandler would play, personally, in that movie. Is he over the, can you be over the top like that, Greg? He'd be the opposite, mm. but he'd still be the Adam Sandler kind. Can you, <laughs> Greg, can you act? I don't know. I, I can't act. I'm terrible. You did a actor. great job in the Christmas I, special a couple of years I don't ago. Think well, I him do, to act. No, I can do, I can do like sketchy stuff, but yeah. I mean, not real acting. I don't know if I can do real acting. The one time I tried when you were trying to do that short, I was really nervous. Yeah, yeah you were very Steve nervous. Bass had a camera in my face. Yeah, I noticed it. I noticed your nervousness. Which, I watched, you know, is usually what happens when you film things. There's a camera in your face. Yeah, this, so as an actor, as a, as a film get, actor, you have to can I, TV actor. I, I watched say, that music video that Eric directed, the Driving and Crying song, yeah. and I think, Greg, you, you poo-pooed it, but Greg, you're good in it. No, 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 mm-hmm. but there's no talking. No, but it's... That's just, yeah, that was very but well But he's done. expressive with his face. Yeah, they're part, of that, they're part of that video is good i just kind of screwed up with the the band oh the green screen yeah also greg he looked like an actor in with that photograph he sent out this past weekend where he's a groomsman with the bowler hat on very actorish i thought here here's the thing about being an actor acting aside is there talent i don't know i've never really tried but just being an actor Mm. i can't do that because this wedding that i was at in tombstone where you're talking that that picture you're referencing nick was taken all these people were actors, and my God, they always have to be the center. Oh, of attention. oh no! It's you, tough yeah. when it's a wedding, when it's someone oh. else's day. To oh, be the center yes. of attention. Let me tell you something. One of the worst places to find yourself is in the gaggle of actors. Every, it it's in, it's, I know them all, so I can deal with it. But it's still, it, it was how trying. is it possible? You think it's not possible that twenty people would all be together, <laughs> each of them talking about themselves exclusively? <laughs> <laughs>
really is, but it can happen. We have Greg here for a reason, right? That's because right. we're going to do something with stories Greg? from Studio B One, of course. Do are we have an opening for that? We or did we it. Just we already did it. it. Happens. Oh. New York, yeah. New York. I gotta, I gotta stop. I gotta start waiting till the show's over to smoke my first joint. Yeah, this is a <laughs> lesson. It smells learned. good in here, but uh, yeah, lesson learned just yeah. for you, Eric. Thank you. He's a misanthrope. Oh, I yes, remember now. <laughs> and he needs a good psychiatrist. Yeah. It's Greg Russ with stories from Studio Yeah, B1. yeah. That's right. You must uh, you must have smoked the good stuff today. Yeah. So what are we doing? Oh, oh, oh I think, no, no, no. It's not yet. <laughs> you remember your friend Greg Russ from New York City? Never heard of him. Greg Please. Russ, do you have stories from Studio B1? I have stories. I'm yeah. going to talk about the NASA dart. The double asteroid redirection test. Well, that was a couple <laughs> days ago. It actually hit the asteroid and knocked it out of its. Uh, oh no, we don't know. They don't yet. know yet. We, we don't, don't know, know that it yet. worked. We don't, we don't know what happened. happened. They were really slammed. excited, weren't they? Yeah, well, they were. Well, you would be too. I mean, they sent Yay! this thing. They sent this thing into the. You know, I'm, yeah, people get excited now because they're themselves. Have you noticed this? Like, mm. like on all the TV shows, like, oh, here's somebody here who wants to tell you how powerful and empowered they are. They're they're really, at least NASA's excited because they did yeah. something. Yeah, they accomplished. They aimed at a they space rock. They accomplished something, you're right. And rather and than showing up on yeah, Kelly Clarkson and talking about what a great person you are. Yes? Getting that math correct. I would celebrate it, too. This thing was yeah, the size of a refrigerator. Yeah, because it's not a stationary thing. Yeah, okay. One at a time. We, we can wait till the one person's... Con- <laughs> and well, Autumn's basically an expert because her ex-husband worked I for know, NASA, so she's the expert. But let's let one end, and then the other starts. Greg, you were saying. Now, Autumn, yes, you were saying. I don't don't pout. Start. Don't pout. <laughs> oh, look. Now she's pouting. Oh, oh I'm not. I didn't uh, know who you were uh, speaking to, me or Greg. I was saying Greg was talking, and then you jumped right on top, but you could have just waited, and I would have let you have your time. Guys, come on. He's Eric, a let, let Autumn let the expert. Dark heart. What are we doing? He's a good psychiatrist. New York. All right. New York. Autumn's in New it's York Greg City. Russ with no? Oh, Greg. Greg's in B1. Hey, Eric, let's... Uh, Let's talk about this NASA dart, shall we? <laughs> and I'd like to bring Hang in on. an expert. Didn't I'd it like happen? To bring in an expert. Let him finish, Eric. <laughs> yeah, Eric. <laughs> did it blow up or did it succeed? <laughs> well, it went blank when it hit it. Didn't Once this happen on Monday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Monday night. This is an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> I wanted to be never spoke about it, though. Yeah, well, um, well, actually, I, um, when you weren't on the show a couple days ago, I brought this up. You would know better than me. Um, so we won't know if this worked to move this asteroid out of the way for a, as a test run for if there's an asteroid coming after us at some point. But here's a question that came up earlier this week when this story was relevant. Uh, is uh, Did I... If there's something that comes up really fast that's behind the sun, there's no way we can see it, right? Like if no. if if, if, if the sun's between it, but it would have to come at us really fast, and it would have to be something that came that we didn't. Like how much of because the sky? We're moving, we're, we're moving around the sun, so at some point we'd be able to see it, unless it was so fast that when mm. we were on one side, it decided to enter. It has to be so yeah, fast that it comes in within a couple of months, and we don't see it, right? Yes. And I don't so. Uh, and how much of the sky can we actually see? The space, like how much? <laughs> this it's three hundred and sixty degrees, and it goes on for infinity. 
That's so, why if you go to the southern hemisphere, you see a totally different sky. Yeah. So well, and we have space telescopes, you know. So it's not just from yeah, what we the, see from the ground. But you can only point them at one area at a time. You can't point the telescope at the whole 360 degree sky. Well, we need one of those Google cars that maps all the roads <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Google so Rocket. Drive around. I, I mean, the I really, universe. I think, I wonder if our chains being yanked a little bit, like they want us to believe that they can do something. But I, I don't they know. They have people in every. Uh, country around the world that has access to that stuff <laughs> looking all the time but you're still yeah. not going to get a paint you're not going to paint and see the entire 360 degrees are you I, I think it's possible I think so. because i mean they move the camera throughout the night if they want it to stay in one place yeah but the right no, then they I, keep no, it stationary but my point is it's a lot of space i just don't think that you can you, you can't every night constantly it's not like a radar because you have to have, you have to be able to see pretty far to yeah, see something coming in. So at far, right? So it's not. So you can't think of it like a radar that goes three sixty in. Well, like that's why we something. have. That's why we have the space force. Oh yeah. Everything that is noticed is monitored. So say they found this big rock flying around. I don't know yeah. where it comes from. Ort. The ort. Yeah. The ort got cloud. The ort. The ort. We're sending people to the ort because that's where the belters are going to live. <laughs> and they're going to send all the stuff to Jupiter or whatever. I just don't. I just. It just it seems to me you can't just sweep the 360 degree sky all the time and know what's coming at us. I, I think that's silly. I think what they're doing is, like you said, they're sort of mapping it and they're keeping track of things that are moving around. Yeah. And then maybe, yeah, I think if something comes up. Quickly. And surprises us, yeah, then that's screwed. why they're making this situation happen. You still, because, you'd still need three months. You'd still yeah. need. You couldn't. First of all, they can't. You Somebody know, quick, do the math. If there's, then, if it's cloudy in Florida, you can't even lift the damn thing off to go out and get it. Mm. I just wonder how realistic this is. That's all. Well, there that, are people we could do this. doing that. They're yeah. cataloging the whole sky. I hear what you're saying. Is it possible yes. to see everything? I you don't know. know but you, you know that uh, the 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 that deep space field thing from first it was Hubble and now from James Webb. My understanding is like if you looked up at the sky, it would be like an inch of the mm-hmm. sky. Through that through the telescope? Yeah, like that's what you're seeing. Huh. Like it's not actually an inch. No, but from the but ground from Earth. you could put your hand up there yeah. and you're seeing all that stuff that we're seeing in that deep field thing is in like one little inch oh, yeah, to it's us. A tiny little bit so of- I mean how do you how are you gonna get all of it three hundred and sixty degrees? It's also looking aren't... very, very, very far away. You know, that's like why I think you got to do a little closer. Well, if you got to catch it, you got to catch it like no, no, 360 the, million miles away. Building a deep field, looking billions of years into the past, you're going to look at a smaller swath of the sky. Okay. <laughs> Seriously entertaining. The Von Hessler Doctrine. Weekdays, 9 to noon. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. All right, Greg Russ, my producer, Jared Yamalama, says that we don't have a lot of time here, so maybe you could favor us by squeezing in yet another story from Studio B1. There is a new fully self-driving Volkswagen. You can work in it. You can eat in it. You can sleep in it. It's pretty ugly. It's <laughs> the concept art, but is it? Well, so it'll. You can do whatever you want to do while it drives you off a cliff. Yes. Well, what people think Teslas can do when they sit there and they go take naps. Yeah, this you know I, this is 
This is getting us there. You want to take a nap? Take the nap. Yeah, but I, I can't even sleep when somebody else is driving. Like another person. Like my wife. I can't I can't sleep in a car. Really? Uh, yeah, I could never be like a touring band. I could never sleep in between cities while somebody drove a bus. So the wait, night. so when she's driving, you just like keep your eyes peeled. I the try to time? sleep, and then, and, not, you and the can't only relax re- enough. Yeah, I just, I just, if, look, man, if I'm gonna die, I want a moment. I want to see it. You take some Xanax before you drive. Next you want to see it? <laughs> You'll knock I, ride. Ride. No, I want to have an opportunity. Ride, yes. I want an opportunity to do something about it. I don't. I don't just want it to be like surprise, Dad. Well, if you're going eight no, miles I think an hour I'd prefer. in the car, you can't do anything about it at that point. Well, if I'm yeah, driving, I, I can. No, if somebody else is driving. Well, I might be able to go squirrel and, like, keep it from Car. happening. Car. Yeah. What? Something. Ah! Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's why I lock my bedroom door. I just want time. Yeah, you can get through it. Easy if you have an axe. It's not that hard. But I just don't want to, like, I don't want to be awakened by the axe. I want to uh, know somebody's coming into my room with an axe. Makes sense, right? Split my head open, die. I don't care. Really? I don't want to see the Is that axe. a request? I don't want to be afraid. Is that from the, the request line? Yeah. Split my head open, die? Yeah. We hey, should take you... callers to see who'll do it. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people No, do. it's a new band out of Athens. <laughs> uh, is Greg staying or is he going? It's up to Greg. Greg, staying After or going? that, I don't know if I want to stand. You want to be part of hmm or no? Is that what we're doing next? That's right. Oh, oh that's yeah. that is actually, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Okay, <laughs> stick around, buddy. Oh, my goodness. That's some good rock and roll beats right there, huh? When I hear music like that, I get in the mood. I get in the mood. For what? I get in the mood for... Hmm? How's it going again? What is it? Hmm? Or... Hmm. This is interesting. That's what I get in the mood for. Not exclusively, though. I could also get in the mood for... No, thanks. I don't quite get it. What? How does this work? So the way this works is Jared Yamalini, he is my producer, and he throws news stories at me, and I respond with either... Hmm, this is interesting. Or... No, thanks. Thanks. But it really doesn't matter because we talk about it either way. It's just, I think it comes from a period of time when we were putting this show together and I had this idea, like I'd watch these shows on ESPN and they always had segments. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, what's the, pardon the interruption, PTI. They always have like this segment, that segment. And I thought, we need to do more of that. And it just became a holdover. Just stuck around. Well, you should, you should actually do the no thanks and... Discard the story. You just toss Can't it aside. Do it. And you don't talk about it. I feel it. as if I have to explain why I'm not interested. <laughs> I like it better. It's like, no thanks. And you just throw it away. Uh, yeah, uh, because then you get people wanting to listen. Like, oh, oh yeah. He, yeah. Is he going to talk about it? <laughs> hmm. Okay. Let's we'll try, mm. we'll try it. Are you interested? Let's, let's, <laughs> mm. What if it's, hmm, no thanks? What a roller coaster ride. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's uh, go ahead and let's test this out. All right, this is in the U.S. <laughs> Union section of the Guardian. Let's run this up the flagpole, see who salutes. Let's see how well it does. New strike-tober looms as U.S. walkouts increase amid surge in union activity. Hmm, this is interesting. So a lot of people are talking about striking in the month of October. Yeah, strike-tober. And not like at places like that build cars and stuff, but... Stupid places like where you go to get your coffee. 
right? Yeah, I could strike possibly. You couldn't. You how could you strike the, on this show? Maybe I should. No, no, not the show. My other job, the real job, the one that pays uh, me the most money. Even though I'm always on this show. Well, here's the thing: is what you need to do is you need to figure out whether or not your job can be replaced by AI or a machine. And I think a lot of these folks are going to find something out very soon, which is they are replaceable by machines. Which, by the way, take no breaks, vacations. They don't bitch. I need a me day. <laughs> yet they don't bitch yet. Yeah, I think I was just going to go on here. I just think it's ridiculous if you're a barista and you think you should be in a union. I'm sorry. What, are you going to retire on this? Unions are for when you're doing a job that is a career and you're going to spend your whole time and then you're going to get a pension or something and you're going to retire. A barista should be one of two things. It's either an entry-level job, so you kind of learn how to work when you're 17 or 18, or... Hey, you know, the kids are out of the house. I think I'll go do that. I'm 45. Well, um, this but it's is not, where you're, it's supplementary. It, this is where you're ignorant. Yeah. It's a, an art form to make coffee. There's skill involved. There's so many different types of coffee. And I'm saying this a bit with a bit of snark. Yes. It's the truth. I couldn't no. go in there and make those things. That's There's fine. Skill. If you were taught. That's fine. Yeah, I think you can be taught to be a Starbucks I think it's barista. A two-week, I think it's a two-week yeah. training process. But... Uh, but it's, it's, look, if you get a job at Starbucks at 17 and you retire at 64, that's not a <laughs> successful life. I don't care if you're unionized or not. You've made over $300,000 in those 40 years. Certainly hope you invested well. It's just a, it's just union people who are losing, like a lot of these car places are going to the South where they don't unionize. And, well, who's left that will join our union? Oh, I know, gullible kids. Well, and that's the thing. The people at the people at Starbucks aren't the ones that should unionize. Maybe it's the people that actually do make a career out of a coffee business that maybe run a small, I guess, like coffee brewery or whatever. You know, yeah, but why that, would... like that learn how to roast them and what it means and where they yeah. come from and have a you know a different connection. Yeah, believe me, if you knew how those beans got out of the earth, and in, you you would think, oh, those are the people we need to help. Because I think mm-hmm. those coffee beans, they, they grow on the side. Like, the really good ones are hard to get to. And it's all just, like, it's manual labor. I don't think you can create machines that can go sideways on the side of a mountain and so do early, this kind of work. Early but, on with yeah. Starbucks, they were um, bringing sort of... Um, farmers together that were working against each other they brought them together so that they could all make money yeah i don't know what's going on with it now it might be more industrialized Yeah, but either either way what i'm saying is at the point of actually getting these beans it is rough manual labor and low skill and low pay and that really has nothing to do that's neither here nor there yeah. i'm just saying if you're a barista at starbucks and you think you should be in a union Eh, you're probably young. You'll get smarter as you move along. But this is dumb. It's just dumb. At a certain point, they the, they just look at okay. This is each person's costing us thirty dollars an hour. Let's just invest in machines. We have a machine on the second floor here that makes perfect lattes. It's a machine. All it needs is for the maintenance crew once a day have to go up and go. Mm, you know, put the beans in, make sure it's clean. And that's it. And that's what we're going to end up with. If all of these uh, fast food places end up unionizing, you're going to walk into most of these places. There'll be maybe two people who are in the store. One of them is in management. 
You have one true employee, and they just make sure that the machines work. You're already seeing that. I know going on road trips recently, I've seen, I went to a McDonald's recently where they had only two people in the back and one person running the cash register, but you ordered on a tablet yeah. out front. There was a bunch oh, yeah. of like different tablet systems you ordered. Yeah, those that are way. jobs, by the way. And, it used to, mm-hmm. Those are people that you used to you know, have jobs. And all you would go to the counter for is just to pick up your order. That's yeah. all you did. I, we walked inside just to like, use they the They have a machine that order. makes burgers. They, all that's, any, kind of, any kind of work that is just doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, a machine can do it. And it costs a place like McDonald's. They have to make an investment in the machinery, but they'll just look at it and go, I don't know, in seven to nine years, whatever, we, we're clean of all that, and then and then we don't have to worry about this nonsense anymore. Until well, they better strike better then? deals than the, the company they have the deal with for the ice cream machine. Because <laughs> no. that thing... No, it doesn't. Say, no. That's you're BS. laughing, but the reason McDonald's is their ice cream machine is always down. There's this idea that the people are lazy and don't want to clean, and that could be part of it. But McDonald's, as opposed to Wendy's, yeah. has a deal in place with the manufacturer of the machine that only a certified technician can come in and fix it. Whereas oh. Wendy's, it's like, all right, we just reset this thing and we'll get it to work. So again. it's a little bit of both, probably at McDonald's, which is because they know they have an easy excuse that no one in the building can actually fix it, then anytime they don't want to do milkshakes, <laughs> they just tell you, yeah, it's like it seems like every third time I'm ordering a milkshake at McDonald's, it's like, I'm sorry, the machine's down. Well, it depends. If you're going to like a McDonald's that's inside the perimeter, yes. But if you go to the ones that are like far outside the perimeter, man, they're so nice. They're like, oh, yeah, of course you want ice cream. What are you saying? You want, you want milkshake? You, you're going, you're the, you're the, IT, you're the I ITP guy. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm uh, giving my kudos to the, Jared, the outside the perimeter. Every fast food restaurant outside of the perimeter is better than a fast food <laughs> restaurant inside of the perimeter. <laughs> That's science. It's true. Well, it turns out if you're if you're uh, if you're employees, <laughs> if you're in a if you're in an area of town where you have employees who generally look forward to the future, you're going to get better service. But when you get into that dystopian, you know, crying. <laughs> I have to say the touchscreen is why I really like that because it doesn't treat me like I'm a nuisance. Yeah, you go in, you put right, in your order. Yeah. It's not exasperating. Oh, and yeah, the there. other thing too. Nothing is, is worse than getting behind the person who can't figure out the touchscreen though, and you're in a hurry. Where nice. do you? I'm just right ahead here. <laughs> I was ordering at a. Fa- I won't say this restaurant because this one. This one is uh, disgusting. What happened? But to friendlies Gre- to, to Greg's point. Yeah, no. friendly. Friendlies no. on Ponce. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Roy Rogers. I was. Uh, I ordered from there, and this person had the longest fingernails oh. I've ever seen. They were yellow encrusted, oh. and, and and they were they were double checking to make sure that I had gotten the right chicken sandwich oh. from this particular establishment. I'm like, please. Oh, your pickle do, fell off. I'll pick it up. No, no, no. You know what? I'll, you know, you know what? I'll just take whatever's in there. <laughs> Whatever's Let me spread in there. these buns real quick. Take a look and see. It was, Whatever's in there. There's your pickle. Tina and I just threw it out immediately. We're just like, yep. Yeah, uh, oh, I've done that before. Oh, you guys are so rich. We, could, we couldn't yeah. do it. Check well, it. it was disgusting. Like, the point of it being wrapped up is for them not to put their nasty fingernails, yellow encrusted fingernails, inside my sandwich. That's all right. I used to make the blue cheese, but I won't even get oh, into it. Oh, no. I won't even get into it. I'd like to hear that. Secret sauce. Cheese. Secret sauce. <laughs> I can float away on that music. I feel like I'm going on an adventure. Sounds 80s. Either that or I'm trying on new clothes to come out as a a cool guy after being a nerd. In an 80s movie. It's a Pygmalion scene, y'all. 
You know what the Pygmalion scene is there, uh, Jared John That's when they speed it up, right? When they, yeah. No, that's when exactly the character, go, character goes through the transformation. You brought yeah, this up. Yeah, from human sh- to pig. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, they change, like, the nerdy girl comes yes. from being going from yes. a nerd to being, like, a really pretty girl. Yes, yes. She Pygmalion. It all goes to uh, a play called Pygmalion, which was better known as a musical called My Fair Lady, which is the transformation of... From one type of person to another type of person. Thank you. Uh, everybody has learned a thing or two. I already knew it. Uh, the movie Pygmalion actually is very good. It's not a musical, and mm. it's got that guy that's in uh, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Leslie. Guy oh, named Leslie. Leslie. That guy ended up dying. That guy was a great actor, and he ended up dying in World War II. Uh-huh. Leslie Howard. I haven't seen that, that movie, and I refuse to watch that movie. Well, it's a, not a good movie. I have gone through this with Autumn, who, you know, before it got before it's on the outs now. Autumn used to say it was her favorite movie, and it is. It's not a good movie. It it's, needs I mean, some cutting. It needs it, an editing. It's beautiful cinema. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful cinema, but I need someone to root for, and everybody in Gone with the Wind is a jerk. She's an <laughs> antihero. She is a jerk. <laughs> She's a jerk at the end. I thought the idea was by the, the end. end. No, but she's still a jerk. And and he wants to buy a coat for uh, what's her face? Melanie. No, the 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 the, the, the pers- prostitute. No, the I'm trying to be politically correct here. The oh, large the lady. Patty McDaniel. Yes. The healthy and any size. And lady. And, and, so, and she's like, oh, why should I get her a coat? She's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, she is. That's all right. Why it's, should you get her a, a, a coat? I don't know. She's known you since you were a child and taking care of you. I don't know. I can think of something. Well, she said that Mammy made fun of them. And so that's why you shouldn't get her a petticoat. Yeah, well, and look. He's like, I'll do it anyway. Everybody I'm in the movie. I'm sorry I introduced this. Hold on, hold frankly, on. No. I don't give a ah, Yay! Yay! Listen, even Clark Gable, what's his name in that movie? Yes. Rhett, Rhett Butler. Rhett Butler. Throughout most of the movie, he's not part of the Confederacy. But at the very end, just because everyone has to be a jerk, once it's <laughs> obvious the Confederates going to lose, he runs off and he joins the them. Does he slap her in that movie? He well, yes, he does. Okay. Uh, does he slap her? Does he slap her when he? No, when he like shakes her around and yeah. then basically, you know, assaults her. It's just jerks. It's all jerks, it. as far as the eye can see. Oh, she so is much. a jerk from the very beginning. You you like Melanie? Melanie is like pathetic, <gasps> pathetic human being. No, the only you know one who's pathetic is. Wait, I'm thinking of the one who's the one the, the one who's like pathetic. The girl, the sickly one, the one that the uh, the one that's sickly. In it. Yeah, that married Ashley. Yeah. Her cousin. Pathetic. Yeah, it's... it's le- the one person Melanie. who's not a jerk is so pathetic, you don't want to watch them anymore. Have we eaten up all the time the for... The midwife can't uh, even deliver a baby. Huh? The midwife doesn't know anything. Oh, yeah. She's not a midwife. She's, She's a, not a mid- She lied and said she could do it. Oh. I don't even... That character... I don't know why I told such a lie. Am I supposed to like this? I, I just... Yes! Like, everything... <laughs> I just hate everybody in this movie. Do you hate Aunt Pity, too? Are you going to tell me that? No, the one who... She lives uh, in Atlanta. She's the yeah, aunt. Yeah, I hate them all. Ugh. What hate about, them all. Uncle Peter? What about veterinarian influencers? 
Veteran, oh, are you trying to seg us back into what we're actually talking about? Yes, th- this is from RSVPlive.com. So Why, over. you don't think people want to hear about Gone with the Wind? I'm just saying. In 2022? I'm just uh, saying. So influencers is what they want to hear about. The influencer industry, by the way, drying up because advertising dollars are currently drying up. And these people are going to have to find other jobs. Too bad. Well, you this think is so? It's all going to Twitch now. Well, this is a Well, bet. right now, right now, with the economy and the recession, which is yeah. a weird recession. Well, we're, um, well, we're, we're advertising dollars, out. as you know, first to dry up. Those are the first things to go. So these influencers <laughs> having well, a little trouble making money. Volodymyr Zelensky here. <laughs> I am the world's greatest influencer. Look at all the money I get from my sponsors. Yeah, he's, he gets all kinds of money from his sponsors. Lots and lots of billions. <laughs> well, and this... also has great videos about uh, applying makeup. Yes, and also <laughs> dancing naked in grocery store. Google it. He was a comedian. I don't care. I did it. <laughs> yes. Well, this is influencer Ben the Vet, at Ben He's the Vet. Good. And he went viral. No, I hate this story. You're not going to do this story, are you? Well, you could say Tell no me dates. what. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Follow thanks. the rules. So, so I look. <laughs> On to the next. No, in the morning. No, I got to tell you this. In the morning, <laughs> I go to the Slack channel. No, I'm, this is not about Ben the Vet. I go to this. It's about Jared. Uh, I go to this, and something about this story he likes that this veteran talked about with dogs. Veterinarian. Veterinarian. Okay, this he, there is a clip in there that is two minutes and 31 seconds long. What are five dog breeds I would never own? Did you think we were going to play that on the air? Two minutes and 31 seconds of this guy going through dog breeds that he doesn't like? <laughs> yeah, we could put an Adobe in it. Uh, what is exciting about that? The Scottish Start- Terrier. <laughs> I'm a cat person anyway. Five breeds of cats that I like the best. Well, the what fascinated you about this story? The uh, <laughs> the dog that was the, his most disliked breed was one of Tim Andrews' favorite dogs. It's the uh, French bulldog. I don't have a French bulldog. Not anymore. But I never did. What what, what kind of dog was it then? Uh, I had a uh, an old English bulldog, and now we have two Boston Terriers. Since the old English bulldog are those the ones that away. can't breathe? Yes. No. And, so there's <laughs> they saliva just, and no. snot all over oh, the place. That's the one that nope. snorted. It could that's not breathe. Pug. Off base. People love those dogs. Dogs are pugs. <laughs> oh, that seems pleasant to have that around. <laughs> are we done? We're done. Good. Have you missed any of today's show? Well, do not worry. You can stream or download the full Doctrine podcast on WSBRadio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers. It's all brought to you by our friends at Findlay Roofing. Love those people. Uh, you you do. I, I mean, I do as well. I mean, I, I'm very friendly towards them, but uh, you you tend to. There's big hugs, and uh, I don't know if one of them saved your life at one point or something. You, you know feel what you it, owe them. I have no idea, but uh, there there is love. As somebody that doesn't have my own house yet, I have a condo. You know, yeah. it just makes me. I'm trying to build the relationship. Up you the future, want the to be good enough. It's the last thing you just said. That's what I want to build out for the future. What a little fast. I noticed. That's what I heard. What I noticed was yet. For someone who doesn't have a house yet, where's the house going to be? Where are you going to move? I'm abandoning the city. Come on. John's Crick. This kid's about to get married. And let me tell you something about two years in. Tucker? No, you don't want to come there. No, I don't want to do Tucker. No, I would way love- to be an ambassador for your part of town, Jim. It's very nice. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, and nothing against Tucker too. I, I like, I like the people on Tucker. Yeah, I, I would like. I'm to- a big Smyrna fan myself. Findings. No, I like, uh, I like Sobo Bucket. Or, uh, Sobo, uh, Sobo. That's South Buckhead. I really like that a lot. Oh, uh, you can stay in South Buckhead, huh? You're not so staying. I'll tell you something. No, you're not Sobo. staying in the perimeter. 
I'm totally singing no, the you're perimeter. Not. No, you're not. Absolutely. As long as I you work in this building, I'm singing be, the perimeter. Listen, you're going to be wearing uh, white tennis shoes with black <laughs> socks and shorts, mowing your lawn in the suburbs before you nope. know it. Nope. Ball Ball before you know it. That episode of It's Always Sunny, where they move into the suburbs. <laughs> yes. You freaking out in traffic. This is what I will, uh, this is this is my prediction. You will be as quintessentially old when you're old as you are quintessentially young now. <laughs> you, you exude youth in your youth. You will exude senioritis in your, no. well, you are going to move out to the, you're going to drop, she's going to drop three kids in five years, and you are going to be bragging to your neighbor about your lawn before the year 2028. I can brag about my lawn, but as long as I'm in South Bucket, I, I have to say inside my protective Ew, perimeter. Bucket's gross. No, yeah. you but will, see, but the, hey, thing, though, whoa, I know here, people in Buckhead, here's the thing they're that's, nice. Here's the thing oh, about Buckhead, though. Very nice. A lot of crime. Honestly, because of the high crime rates now, and hear me out here, I know this huh? sounds crazy, yeah. but, you can buy more house now in Buckhead because the crime rates are higher. Yeah, but that's more rooms that can be stolen from when people break into it. You recognize that. The I crime recognize that's right it. now. I'm sure that'll change. I wish I, I could move to Cherokee uh, County. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that I'm, I'm going to play the long game here. I think that you are going to be a suburban dad. You are going to be so... No. You're going to be like... Be, urban dad. You'll be going to see uh, like... Uh, who's Finns to the left, Finns to the right? Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> He'll probably be dead. Well, he'll be, the Jimmy <laughs> Buff- he'll be a Jimmy Buffett tribute band. Yeah. At a Maris Bank amphitheater, and uh, yeah, it's gonna you, you you will walk into Home Depot and they go, Jared, yeah, because you come in like three times a week for yeah. garden implements and bar. whatever you're doing. I don't, hey, I don't mind doing yard work and doing stuff like that, but I do want to be close to work. I really don't want to have a commute over twenty. Oh, minutes. you think you're still gonna be working here? Well, it just depends. I didn't take oh, that. Oh, he'll definitely account. still be working yeah. there. He can work done. remotely though. No, That's true. Yeah, he's the last one at the station. Everyone else is going to be fired. It's going to be the future of radio. One person's there just. I know he's going to be all. the program director, the assistant mm-hmm. program director, the producer of the morning show, engineer. The, uh, yeah, and, and up in the tr- up in the copter in the morning. <laughs> Janitor. <laughs> Stuttering. <laughs> Maintenance. <gasps> did you? Did he just stutter? Shame you? Yeah, of course he did. No, no. Instead of instead of him going to smile, it'll be stuttered. Stuttering. <laughs> Stuttered Jared Yamamoto is in a chapter. <laughs> There's a ma- 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 I'm a mattress in there. What are we supposed to be doing here? Why, why is Greg here? Studies, polls, well, reservations, things. Oh, we have yeah. some really good study surveys, polls that we cannot miss. Greg, did I introduce you as being here? It doesn't matter. Well, I apologize. You did. Yeah. I'm not apologizing Thank you for to you. Thinking of that. I didn't say you were. I'm, I'm just apologizing you know to the that audience. You had you introduced wanna... him. You know, I'm, I'm very save well it known. for the parking lot after the show. Okay, I'll take care of you, pal. Yeah, yeah. You like when you I first met you and I introduced me. myself, and we were in a parking lot, and you couldn't get away quicker. Okay, get over it. I, <laughs> I, I, I was not the nicest person in the world. I had me for 22 years. Oh, for seven's sakes! For seven sakes! For seven! For seven sakes! For seventh heaven's sakes! Get over it. I was a bit of a douche the first time I met you. But I've been a ratings. I've been a good guy. You have, yes. Since I would say yes. Get over it. Paid my electric yeah, bill he, once. He rubs it in your face and he makes more money. Yeah, that does hey, happen. Hey, listen, listen. Tim Andrews could be a multimillionaire. That's the only reason, the only thing he keeps. It's like the Bills this year. Only the Bills can beat the Bills. Only Tim Andrews can keep Tim Andrews from being a multimillionaire. Well, Don't that, blame me. That's, that's just Tim being Tim. Imagine Tim being Tim. You get that Chris Collinsworth joke there, Autumn Fisher? Nope. Uh, I know you watch Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football. It's Joe and Troy on Monday night now. All right, what are we going to do here? 
It's time for studies, surveys, and polls on the Von Hessler Doctrine. I have a survey oh. to start things off here. We usually start with a poll. Yeah, we usually do. usually like to start with a light poll. A light but this, poll. But this is a, a survey to get us going here. When you say a light poll, do you mean like... When you're walking down the street, a light pole <laughs> no, I that you mean, throw a rock at. No, I just mean if like you're an easy, a young rascal. An easy pole. How oh, about that? An easy pole. Yeah, an easy pole. That's like for a starter stripper. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Not well, one Maybe that's got that. a little got sticky stuff on it. Yeah, it's got a little grip. Exactly. <laughs> a little grip. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, Greg? What's up? Just want people to know you're here. All right, go ahead. All right, so this is from YouTube Shorts. They've done a new survey saying that. Two in five adults think that they can become superstar content creators. They think they can go Two viral. in five. Two out of five seems adults. High. Given the number of YouTube channels, it seems low. I mean, seems like everybody's trying, aren't they? Well, they're trying, but they're not going to make it. Well, it's, it's also arbitrary. Take. I feel like it's very arbitrary. Someone has the worst content in the world, yet somehow they have millions of followers. Someone has very good content, they get overlooked. Well, it depends on what lane you're in, right? Like, if you're talking about a TV show that has a huge audience, then you're even if you're podcast about it or your youtube channel or whatever is you know shaky not all that great still gonna have a lot of people because they can't get enough of of, like or if you're doing a falcons thing you know if you're a falcons fan doesn't have to be the greatest thing in the world i find that some of these youtube channels though i i really respect the hell out of them you know for what they have going on the one i sent you uh greg a few weeks ago is an example of just very simple you know but just enough the lighting's just enough the delivery is just right, and it's a, it's all niche, all niche stuff. So it's almost like semi-professional with some of these people. Oh, They're yeah. the ones that are going to make it. But there's always clueless people who just look at other people doing things and think that they can do I it. I could do that, too. Yeah. Well, and to that point, the people that have real jobs on the side that are trying to become influencers on the side, it says here within this poll from YouTube Shorts that uh, 58% think that their viral content creation jobs should be taken just as seriously by their boss and their current job, so that way they well, understand that they're... No, well, no, because this is ridiculous. Since when is moonlighting considered something that... Oh, bosses always didn't mind. If, I'm sorry, I was up driving a cab yeah. all night. They weren't like, yeah, that's, that's great. They were like, yeah. stop that's... driving a cab all night. I want you to be awake when you get to work. Pay me more. That's why my bosses don't know that I do this radio show, because <laughs> they'd say, hey, aren't you supposed to be on the clock when you're yeah. on that show? What if... Uh, what if they heard you someday? You know, maybe they come down to Atlanta for a video douchebag or conference just use or something. the WSB radio app. You can hear us nationwide. That's in right. Several countries hey, across the world. That sounds like my managing director of something. What's he doing on this radio app? <laughs> what is it you do for a living? Tell other people what to do. Is that what you do? You tell me. Oh, edit like this or something. It has something to do with video, right? Yeah, that's yeah. good enough. Something Let's to. He's the leader of. He's the leader of uh, something to do with video incorporated, located in New York City. It's actually more audio now. It shifted to audio. I'm back. Back. Oh, really? Audio went to video. Kind of coming back to audio. Mm. You know, you, you're mentioning that people hear something. They think they. This is something that radio dealt with. You listen to the radio. A lot of people for a long time thought, I can do radio, yeah. no big deal. But there was a gate. You had to prove yourself some way. But now with podcasts, you see anyone can do it. It's very simple. Well, you don't have the gatekeepers anymore, that's for sure. But that also doesn't mean anybody can do it. You want another I, study? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is from the, where is it? The uh, Journal of Cell Metabolism. <laughs> 
How Love good. that journal. No, I let, centerfold. I let my subscription lapse. <laughs> oh. Dude, you missed last <laughs> month. Oh. oh, God. I can share mine with a few friends. I've been holding on to them, but I'll send send one of them to you. You know what? Just, you know, just uh, digit to put a... Yeah, scan it. Scan it. Put it online. Start your own site. From the, What's it called again? From the Journal of Cell Metabolism. Cell Metabolism. Oh. Is this like a prison thing? <laughs> yeah, I sweat a lot in here. <laughs> you need to metabolize. Yeah. That's what you need. They have a new study saying that eating a big breakfast and light dinner doesn't lead you to burn more calories later on in the day. There's been that well, thought for well, a What if you do 10,000 steps in between? I mean, what's, what's the... Thing. You know, what if I go to what if I go to the gym and work out for two and a half hours at two in the afternoon? Uh, it doesn't go into the specifics of whether or not yeah, you work out because these these uh, morons at Big Cell, what are they selling? <laughs> what are they trying to get me? <laughs> I mean, how is it not better to eat early your big meal early when you're going to burn off energy and calories by just doing what you're doing? Why are you so defensive hey, about this? No, stomach? because these people are going to hey have a steak and potato at nine thirty and go to bed. That's what I do. Yeah. I, do, I eat late every night and then go to sleep immediately. I pass out because I can't stay awake. There's so much food in my slow gut. suicide. And look at look at this. Look There's at no overweight. Look at the physique. Look at you. Look at six great pack. Health. Are you in great health? You don't breathe yes. heavy. You walk around a lot because you're in New York City. Do you breathe heavy? Do you find yourself as you get older a little? <sighs> Sometimes you make when any I go noises. Upstairs. Yeah, that's I go up the, the weird stairs thing. and like, hey, this should. You be don't so have difficult. an elevator. That's the weird thing. When I think about enemies of uh, American stuff, well, I'll go fight. Then I go up the stairs and I'm like out of breath. Hey, who you could I? volunteer to be a drone operator so you could just sit at I home. I can't. I have no hand-eye coordination. You can be in the front with the drum. Cannon fodder. Hmm. That's all I'm fight. good for. Cannon fodder. In a fight. Throw me out there so they'll start shooting at me and then you can come around the uh, the back door. Your flank. Or the tank yeah. driver. I don't want to burn up in a tank. How do you know you're gonna burn up? Oh, well, I probably won't, but if you do, it's horrific. That's why you stay home and you manip- and you. I have no hand-eye coordination. Oh, you play video games? No, I don't. I've never played video you played games. NASCAR. Do you know me? You played the NASCAR That's game. That's like with a steering wheel. You I do but, drive. I and do. You, yes. And you know how to drive a manual. I know enough. I know enough to get through regular life, but I cannot do video games or anything like that. I'm not good. Can't do traffic in the morning. Just don't have the ability to multitask like that. I can only think about one stupid thing at a time and talk about it. That's my special skill. (laughs) Survey, Paul. What's the other things? Studies? What do you got? Yeah. Throw it at me. This one is a survey released from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So it's a wow, big you're really digging deep. Oh yeah, these these are the legit. Yeah, this is surveys, a good housekeeping BS. This is the big stuff here. What is it again? The Census of Collectors, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, That's and they did they did a collab with CNS News, Amer- CNS Christian Conservative News Service, mm-hmm. Christian News Service. I Which believe one? it's Conservative News Service. Yeah. No way. Yes, well, it's, it's co- no way. Because federal government working with the conservatives now, I don't. know. Well, no, just as, it doesn't mean they're official federal government. What, uh, what are they called again? The, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's the C- oh yeah, that's the CNS <laughs> News, the right news right now. So it's got to be for conservatives oh, yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, and, I don't know. It's a collab. I think CNS is just reporting on what the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Oh, said. I see. I see two writers here. I see one from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and then one uh, for CNS. Is it Fred. Uh, the, he's the, good. Yeah, right. He's he's really good. Friend the of the show. Bureau. Right? I'd like to say the Bureau is an official government agency. 
and they keep labor statistics. Part of the United States Department of Labor. Yeah, so that's what shocks me that they're working. Under- I don't believe they are. Yeah. I don't believe him. But you know what? He's on you work his, 20 uh, years. You get your pension. You make a lot of money. You go home. And when the 20 years you're working, you don't put in that much work. You I, do the bureau, like I started quiet quitting 35 years ago. <laughs> My first day. <laughs> <laughs> would you guys like to hear the collab? Sure. I would. Americans spent more on taxes in 2021 than food and clothing, clothing, health and health care combined. Food, clothing, health care combined. That's right. Of course. What was the average tax? I know it's got to be in there. Oh, he's scrambling. Nah, so, so. Uh, about fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars on taxes. And for how much on the uh, bundle of goods? Fifteen thousand. Look Just at that. A bit over. So you know, uh, here's the thing, though. I think you can all we can all agree that when we look at how great things are going in this country, and Wonderful. we can see that these taxes are going to do really, really good work. I say it's worth it, and probably uh, they'll never ask for another dime. They won't want to up it because. Look at all the money they're getting from us, and they appear to have filled every pothole. So, the, all the problems have been solved. Can they? Can they make more money uh, collecting taxes if all of our taxes were consumption based and not oh, income based? What are you going to go? What are you, Neil Borch? You going to go to the uh, fair tax? That's what that was—a consumption tax. Yeah, just a consumption tax. You pay taxes on things, and then that's where yeah, the money goes. You be keep fantastic. your money you that you earn. Yeah, you, that'd be fantastic. It's never going to happen. Not as long as. Uh, People are going to quiet quit because they know the government's going to be there for them if they ever need anything. So you're living in the wrong country for that nonsense, sir. Does that music mean this nonsense-sickle half hour is over? It sure is. Am I saying goodbye to Greg? Or am I? Or do I want to keep Greg around? He might come back. You know his work schedule's crazy. Oh, yeah. You know that, Greg. Yeah, you just can't predict. <laughs> he might be here. He might not be here. Stick around and find out. Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins, well, right now. Hey, have you missed any of today's show? Well, don't worry. I'm here to tell you to relax. I'm here to relieve your stress. You know, oh, I missed the show and I'm so anxious. No, no, don't, don't get anxious. You can stream or download the full Doctrine podcast on WSBRadio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers. It's all brought to you by our friends at Finley Roofing, and I can hear him snickering in the corner. So why don't oh. we do, why don't we, hey, you wait until you're I, properly okay. introduced. Go ahead. It's English Nick with Kittle Pit. Toodle Pip! We don't know what Toodle Pip. We don't really know what this segment is. It's just a reason that we can get English Nick in here, who we love. And also, I find that uh, American audiences love to hear English accents on the radio. This is just, you know, he's a very talented person, but I've worked with people with English accents that are not all that talented. They still do quite well. Yes. Because Americans mm. love the. Is dulcet tones? Does that work? Works the tones, for me. The, well, I don't me. know if I've got a dulcet tone. I don't know what dulcet means. <laughs> Isn't it like relaxing? Yeah. Like you were saying about if you've missed the show today, chill out. Yeah. Relax. Relax with the dulcet tones. Sweet and soothing. Yeah, maybe not dulcet. Yeah. Is it dulcet or dulcet? I don't know. I don't, dulcet. I, dulcet. Dulcet. Okay. So I, I do know actually. I feel like that's a relaxing. one. I don't think I have a relaxing. Voice no, you're a little bit of a. You're a little bit of a. A, a gravel in it. 
the jarring English accent. Well, that singing over the years. Well, it's that mixture of redneck name. coming in now. You've, you've uh, been in the States now for a while that you're just when getting you go back redneck to England, in When you go back to England, do they tell you you're starting to sound like an American? Because we've never noticed. My brother, I've, always, I've said this before, my brother calls me the Ameriqueen. Oh. Oh. Here comes the Ameriqueen. All right, Andy, chill out, mate. And, and it's because, but he notices yeah. something about the way... You're rounding out mm. certain words where you sound American. Yeah, I mean, a lot of listeners over the years have called me out and saying, oh, you're faking it. Why would I fake it? What's the point of well, that? Well, I don't know. Maybe. You don't sound like a British person to me. <laughs> you're faking it, ain't you? Uh, you're not faking it, are you? <laughs> no, I ain't. This is my accent. You're the real deal. That's right. I'm from Birmingham. Bur- Alabama? Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Before I get to Tootlepip, yeah. you were telling me a story, and we're not going to out any of your No, friends. this is earlier in the week. Yeah. So you have a friend... Musician friend, young friend of mine. He's a musician friend. Yeah, and he's been going through some stuff in his life in the last few months. Well, I hope he works all that Here out. and there, things haven't worked out maybe with the job front or different things. Are you aware of the fact that I'm rooting for everybody? I know you Except are. for serial killers. I don't want them to be successful. But that's the exception that proves the rule. Oh, not even so, even the people that walk into schools and do terrible things. Well, those, that's a killer. Just like in I'm Russia just, the other I'm day. just talking it's about like cold-blooded killers. Yeah. I, I'm not for them. But everyone else... And also not uh, the people who take advantage of other people and screw them over, like con artists. I'm not for that. But you know what I mean. You were never for Jeffrey Dahmer, who's been in the news no. a lot because of that news show. Good people of people the are world. freaked out by it. Well, yeah. It's, it's kind a creepy-ass show. That's yeah. why they're Is it a out. dramatic oh thing? Yes. Is it, oh, it's not a documentary? No. It's graphic, it, right? It is very graphic. Oh, man. Somebody was, said, I had to take a break when he picked up the electric drill. Wait, this guy's a, he's a cannibal. Yeah. Yeah, and he kept heads in a freezer. No, thanks. I know that. Don't need to see it. (laughs) I know it. I know it. If you ask me about Jeffrey Dahmer, I know who that is. I know what he did. I don't need to to walk through it with him. I have no need for that. You don't like violence and bloodshed anyway. No, I don't, especially when I find out it's stuff that really happened. Then it really disturbs me. You can deal with it in an NFL game, but not... Well, that's controlled violence. Yeah. I don't like to see people get hurt then either. But it's uh, they signed up for it though. They signed. They're getting paid yeah. millions of dollars. Millions. That's what I tell myself. So your friend, yeah, is going uh, through some stuff. And this was this was like uh, it started. It started in the early hours of sun, well, actually su- Monday morning. This past Monday. This morning. past Monday morning. Yeah. He goes. He starts texting me and my girlfriend group text because we're all friends. A together. lot of text, like one, oh, uh, one after the streams. other, after the other. Oh boy! Look at that! Oh, Look at that! Yikes! And the Uh-oh. first one is the first one is, I literally got completely s faced and did acid yesterday. I still might be tripping. I don't want to freak you all out. I promise I am okay. But yeah, LMAO. And then he just starts going on about the whole GD world is insane. Yeah, we're the normal ones. He says. I just feel fully awake and alive, and this world is at, this world out here is hellish. Lots of meat machines slash zombies, prime for war, lots of them. It's scary stuff. Well, there's truth to that. I feel a duty to call them out to their faces, and when I do, they'll snap out of it. So he goes on and on about the zombies. Yeah. But, but he says he's, he's okay, and he had a good trip. Yeah. You know? I've never done acid, so I, I can't relate really. Never? No. Wow. Well, of course, none of us have, have we? I mean, we're, no, that's we're illegal, all family, isn't it? family not, show. Yeah, it's not, not legal. Not since 1991. But it's not legal. And since 91, was it legal briefly in 1991? Is yes. that why he did it? Yeah. It? At yeah. one point, he says, <laughs> no, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure he falls on the left side of things politically. Well, is he a musician? Yeah. Well, then almost but certainly. He, is he, his name Ted Nugent? No? Okay. He's probably the other one. Also, I know he was, <laughs> when he was out hanging out one night last weekend... 
some dudes got into it with him and they were like doing the whole, you know, um, um, MAGA the, thing? The Brandon thing. What's that? Oh, the, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, but they were, they were actually saying and F. Did, did that upset him? Well, at the time it did. Why? He called them Nazis. Well, kid. <laughs> but anyway, he goes on to say in this text. Does he know what Nazis actually no, really. I don't, I don't think he does. The real Nazis? Mm-hmm. They didn't no. just. Uh, they didn't have cute slogans that they taunted you with at a bar. Anyway, during his trip, he reflected. Well, maybe they did in the beginning. Yeah, the putch. Yeah. During his trip, he reflected on that. He goes, when when they say F Joe Biden, he effing sucks. They don't know what to do anymore. They're like, whoa, he agrees. Oh, well, he says it back to him. Oh. He agrees with me. Wow. And then he says, uh, but he would say F Trump because that's where he. Yeah, well, that'd be original. Nobody's yeah. saying so that. So anyway, he's, he was having a moment. <laughs> he was having a moment. Well, I'm... I'm uh, you know, there's a couple things in there I agree with. That whole meat machine's ready to go to war. It's something kind of hit. Every once in a while, you're going to hit on something. Are you ready to do uh, Toodle Pip? I think so, yeah. I've had enough stories of your uh, <laughs> my hippie friends. <laughs> Seems like friend. it's bringing you down there a little bit, Eric. Well, you know, when you think about the meat machines going ready to go to war. It's true, man. People get whipped up for war. It's like nothing. Just make Speaking of machines and war, here's the first thing. Putin's going to come to your house, steal your children. Yeah. Yes, when are they going to fight? We and need them. Maybe Elon Musk will build him some robots that can fight, because Elon Musk has got this AI robot ready to go. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be ready in the next six months. Can he use it? <laughs> He's going to laugh. Oh, yeah. Can he use it in the factories and also they can bring them to your homes? Well, oh, you know, great. everything is getting so automated. But people are surprised, because Elon Musk said he was scared of a, like, a Terminator-type world where... You know, yeah. AI no, it's all going to Everything bad is going to happen. We're living at the end of what I would call the human age. That scares the hell out of me. That picture right there of the, the actual robot. Well, he, we're on the radios. I know, but yeah. Um, showing you. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what I'm looking at, but everything, <laughs> we're the end. We're the last, we're the last like halfway human mm. thing, you know? I've said this before, and I defy anybody to say, no, that doesn't make sense. It makes all the sense in the world. It is not possible for one generation to spend most of their time doom-scrolling. That that doom-scrolling generation that walks around with their head stuck in a screen all the time, it is simply not possible that they will give birth to a more intelligent generation. It's all downhill from here. And the less you know, the more easily manipulated you are by politicians, powerful people, and... And and if you could see, like, it's a small thing that people aren't noticing, but everything's starting to be automated. And at the same time that people feel great about bullhorns and yelling and screaming and mm-hmm. $15 an hour and Starbucks is starting to automate things. Um, oh, you want to unionize? Guess what doesn't unionize? Machines. So somewhere in the future, four or five years from now, there'll be maybe one person watching the store, making sure that the machines... You know, because the machines mess up. From Somebody's got to change out the beans. You got to change out the mm-hmm. beans. You got to. Will I mean, you hang on? Will you replace the doctrinaires with Optimus robots? Uh, well, it depends on how much money I can make off. Yeah, that, I was gonna say because you know obviously, if I can get that Autumn Fisher money. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he says that he wants to use them in the Tesla uh, facilities, doing the jobs right. that are unsafe, repetitive, or boring right, for humans. Right, right, and but those are also the ones that would be most unionized. And he's looking at them coming next for him. Mm-hmm. He already fled California because of that. Mm-hmm. But there's a large thing with labor, and 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 nobody's talking about it. But very slowly, everything's becoming automated. Enjoy these, the final, what I'll refer to as the human years.
just hilarious. They entertain me in the morning. The whole team, they're great. The Von Hessler Doctrine. Sponsored by Hoffman Financial on 95.5 WSB. I believe we are in the uh, middle of Toodle Pip. Thank you. With English Nick. Why don't you hit me with another? I don't know what. I don't know why we call it Toodle Pip. Who knows? That music just made me emotional. It's such a great song. It is a great song. It's uh, the remember, musical. And also remember it being one of the first music bumpers you used when you got in the door here. That's right. That's yeah. why. And was that What is Life? Yeah, I never mm. know. I never knew that it had um, a trumpet in it. And I just like, heard that in my ear. Yeah, I didn't know that was a surprise a horn, if you will. A prize horn. A surprise. Oh, a prize I've horn. I've had a surprise horn. Surprise. Surprise. Every once in a while. Hey. Surprise horn is yeah. a whole different thing. It's the name of your show. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise horn. It was a game show. <laughs> was it? <laughs> uh. What do you got in the tool? Hey, talking to things oh. I'd forgotten. I was I was joking on the air at the uh, iconic rock today yeah. or the other day about Queen. I'm like, hey, now there's a king. We should have a band called King. I well, forgot in the 80s there was a band called King. There was a king. Was it? Who did? That's uh, 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 love and pride or something. Who did the switching to glide? Oh, I don't know. Switching to glide. That was, I feel like King something was in there. King There's a, a hard rock band that's been around forever that I don't know a lot about. King, King King's X. Oh, I love King's X. No, King, They're top five for me. Really? King, the Kings, Switching to Ride. The just released a new on, album. Switching Hold to on. Glide. Switching to Glide. Yeah, it's yeah. like two songs in one. The yeah, Kings. the beat goes on. King's X. Yeah. Just gonna, put out their latest album, 14th I, album. I just decided that I'm going to go figure out who they are because they've been around forever. You want to come to Houston with me in November and see them? Nope. Come on, they, King's X. King's X. Did you drive around. there? You can drive to Houston? Nope. Come on. Get hitchhiked. They, they, when I'm they, in Atlanta. When they, when they got, coming to Atlanta? When they got signed to a major label in the 80s, yeah. they were in, they were based in Houston. That's why I want to see them in Houston. And they're not coming to Atlanta on this tour. Why not? They, well, they, like have, they haven't booked it. These are all dates that should have happened two years ago. Are they political? They don't Probably. like Brian no. Kemp or something? They do have a climate song on the new album. All right, screw them. Rain and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Musicians love them. They're a musician's band for sure. Uh, Here's a toodle pit for you. Gray hair is a new power move for women at work. They're wearing it gray. Women, we say in America, Uh not women at work. Women. Women at work. So women in uniform. So I read this actually, and Wall Street Journal, right? Yeah, it is the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, it was. What are you trying to sound smart? Because <laughs> you've seen the Wall Street. You Journal. know, I, I have a subscription still. To well, the Wall Street you know Journal. what? If uh, <laughs> I wish that my, you my... actually kind of uh, revealed the fact that you're a, a newbie, because you know we call it WSJ. Yeah. Oh, come on. Ah, excuse me. Last. Very close to home. That's <laughs> how you know you got a newbie on your hands. Yeah, <laughs> Wall Street Journal. Couple letters away from this year. I, I, I think we you, smile at the person, but we chuckle yeah, behind their back. Nick, Nick is onto something here. You know, I just don't want to get the listeners confused with WSB, WSJ. Yeah. Are, they're close. It's no, one you're letter. You're a newbie. Off. You're a newbie. WSJ could be WS Jared. Yeah, it could a, be. Oh, your new radio station it could be. How oh, those ratings? All right, <laughs> phenomenal. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're trending. <laughs> so. uh yeah, so I read this article and... Because for years, people would dye their hair to not be gray. Yeah, know? women dyed their hair. and They always wanted to keep the blonde thing. Many men, I know, uh, I especially radio consultants and radio DJs, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, want to push back Didn't the age Didn't you dye it a bit at one point? I did. I went through my four, early highlights. 40s. Highlights I had. I had highlights, mm. and that was in my early 40s. Then you had some lowlights. And then I decided <laughs> I'm, I'm too old and lazy for that anymore. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, women are, I guess because of the pandemic, they didn't get, you know, hair salons were closed. Mm. If you weren't named Nancy Pelosi, 
hair salons were closed and you couldn't go to them. And so I think they started, some started accepting themselves. Now, here's the thing. I don't have a problem with that. And I think it's actually kind of cool. But why does everything have to be about some sort of yeah. discovery and it's about power? Why can't it just be I mean, your hair what, looks great, why can't, Listen, you, what you're calling self-empowerment is what most people throughout most of human history did. <laughs> How is it empowerment that you just happen to be doing what most women throughout most of human history did? <laughs> the other thing was a side ramp, an off-ramp. And I do think that people should, you know, people should try to be as healthy as they can. Mm -hmm. But I think you're not going to stop the aging process. You are the age that you are. You should embrace that. I mean, I know it's frightening because you've never been this close to death before. But hey, listen, you got to be able to put that in your back pocket. What about keep on walking cells. around? Stem cells that yeah. can help reverse. Yes, that. but you know what? You, can. Hey, you know what you want to be? You want to be on the the bleeding edge of the stem cell research. That's going to look great. Yeah, you want to be some of the first guinea pigs out there with the with the new stem cells. You want me to give away? Uh, Let's give away some Keith Urban tickets. Keith Urban is he is he married to that? What's her face? Yeah, what's I don't her know. such? It's hey, Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he's talented guy, Keith Urban. That's Fighter. what I've heard. Great show. Great I, 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 hear he's, uh, I hear he's quite talented, does a great show, and you can win a pair, a pair of tickets to see Keith Urban at State Farm Arena on Saturday, October 8th. All you got to do is be caller number 10 at 404-872-0750. Tickets are on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. Thank you, English Nick. All right. This is, uh, this is my favorite moment of the week. <laughs> this is my... This is my favorite segment that we do every week, and that segment is called Dog Talk. Yeah! And we uh, always speak to my friend, Hondo Williamson. Hello. And usually Bill Caiaccio, but Bill uh, is not here this week. So it is Friday, and we're talking to our buddy, Hondo. Hello. Hello, Hondo. And uh, this week, so before we get to Mizzou, was there any, uh, was there any, not fear, but did you get a little yeah, uh, clenched well, up a little bit in that uh, Kent State? Uh, you know, it's only in college. It's only in college football that thirty nine twenty two score is considered razor thin. But <laughs> we were expected to you know yeah, put on fifty or more, right? Yeah, we were, we were supposed to hang a bunch on them. And, and you're right. It's funny that you said that about the thirty nine twenty two score because I was driving it today. I was like, that's a three possession <laughs> game for goodness <laughs> yes. sake. But uh, hey, the spread you, was forty-five and a half, though. So for it to be the, for Kent State to come in there and and beat their their spread in that case, or I guess beat what the spread was, that's pretty impressive. So for them. what you've, you were telling me is the people in in the desert didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> they had no idea for the that, first time. Th- this has always been one of my biggest biggest peeves. Is okay, I'm going to predict the American League East, and I say the Yankees are going to win and the Red Sox will be second, blah, blah, blah. And then Toronto wins, and and now me, Mr. Writer, I say, why did the Yankees underachieve? What's the matter with their manager? No, no, no. They didn't predict they were going to win. You did. You did. Yeah, well, it's like the NFL this year. Not, I mean, the, it's the people who have started the year off. Undefeated and and all that have not not the not the teams that were chosen to do that yeah. because it's all speculation ultimately. And you had mentioned last week on Dog Talk with Eric von Hessler and Hondo <laughs> Williamson and Bill Caiaccio usually, usually you had mentioned that it was uh, a team full of seniors and uh, yeah. had a lot of seniors. <laughs> 
<laughs> not really old people. No, not real old people. The 49-year-old who's playing at like Montana but, State. Yeah. Have you seen that guy? Yeah. People yeah. who have uh, played in a system for a, a few years and know what they're doing, and that was going to be a, a little bit of a challenge, but they took care of it and kept the number one. Uh, which would you ever, did you think Alabama might jump a little bit? Yeah, like, uh, these days it doesn't matter. Yeah, you get a tournament. Yeah, you know, That's as right. long as you're in the top four, and if we remain undefeated, we'll do you remain think there's any the danger with with because if they are going to expand these at some point, I don't know how much, but they will expand the playoffs. Yeah, to twelve or eight. Oh, they're going to go to twelve. Yeah, they announced it. Is there any is there any danger? Do you think because in college basketball, no one pays any attention. Until March Madness, do you think there's any danger that that would happen to college football if you get out to 12 or 16? Uh, because I heard eventually they want to go to 16 at some point. But if they start with 12, do you think there's any danger there that that uh, people would just go, "Well, I'll just, I'll just, I'll," they'll be the best 12, and we'll get, we'll be getting late in the sea in the in the year. It's cold outside. No, I don't think so. There's no leaves on the trees. Yeah. It feels like college football time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, because first of all, the Power Five conferences, the and uh, so the five Power Five conference winners get an automatic berth, and then the highest ranked conference winner from the group of five gets one, and then the other six people are gonna mm-hmm. people are gonna want to know, you know, if if I'm, I'm number fourteen, we yeah. should be in there, darn it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not really the it'll get it'll get it'll blow up into something really really huge the year. And I don't know if it's in the first ten years or twenty or twenty five or thirty somewhere along the line, what we would consider a wild card type team will get in, will go all the way, will get on a roll and win the national championship. It probably happened once in 30 years or something. Yeah. But They'll that the, but the possibility is there for that. Yeah. And that would be an amazing story when it happens. So you're opening it up to potential amazing story happening. People are getting a little tired of the Alabama thing. I think on a national level and if and Georgia's just now winning at that level, I think after a while people are like we kind of see the same teams all the time. It's nice to see. I'm not talking about when you're a fan of one of the teams, but just on a national level, people like to see. You're tired of seeing this, you know, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama. Yeah, every year, every year now, we know it's either going to be Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, or Clemson. Clemson had their moment. I mean, I know they're doing. Yeah, they're, little, they're good. Boy. They're good. Yeah. Oh, when you got that coach, you're going to be. What good. happened to like Penn State and Nebraska? They always used to be in it, and they haven't been. It. Seems they're going like to be stronger forever. soon, I think. Yeah, Nebraska. Nebraska. Basket case. Yeah, pr- probably their biggest problem is that there aren't enough players in Nebraska. Mm. Yeah, uh, from which to recruit. Okay, and in the old days, oh, they, I thought you were joking. I thought no, they played no. a lot of football in Nebraska. They, they do. They do. It's <laughs> just yeah. numbers. Okay, it's like South there, Carolina. The population. South, South Carolina per uh, per capita produces, I think, more Division One players than any other team in the SEC. But the right. problem is they don't have any people right. who live there. And Nebraska always got those farm boys who could go out there, and they had great systems and fantastic coaches and all the rest, and then found some talent around them. But now everybody's so now big. It's, uh, everybody's it, yeah. strong. And it's uh, so you have high populations and all-year play because of the weather, Florida, California, where these kids can play football all year long. And you're picking out of a huge population. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Mizzou. Yeah. Uh, what is the spread? What are we looking at? What, what's, uh, what do we consider success? 
ultimate success. Yeah, I don't. I mean, obviously winning, but. I don't wager. I never know the spread. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, but I mean, I just really in, our, in our minds, what are yeah, we thinking? Well, George is going to, George is going to, I mean, we're favored, obviously. Missouri had a brutal game last week. This is a program that really hasn't been able to get into gear now since 2014. They went to the SEC championship game mm-hmm. and lost. And since then, they're 45 and 44. Ooh. Okay. So they, they beat the teams they should beat. Better than Tech. Record. Yes, that, that is true. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they beat the teams they should beat, and then they don't beat the teams they shouldn't, for the most part. Right. Uh, last week against Auburn. They should have beat Auburn last week. Oh, my goodness. How many ways can you find to give away yeah, a football I mean, game? I, again, and you would expect Auburn, that Jordan Harris, a great atmosphere. You'd expect it. I did not expect Missouri to be in that game at the end of it, but they had multiple opportunities to win it at the end of that game. It, it, that was brutal. I mean, missing the 26-yard field goal as time expired. and, and no, then, that'll happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 26-yard field goal. Oh, boy. Right in the center, you know. And then uh, in overtime, had a chance. The guy dove with his arm out and lost the ball into the yeah. end zone, so Auburn was able to win. And if it's not on fourth down, you don't do that. Fourth down, you yeah. have to. But yeah. otherwise, protect the football. Anyway, uh, they punted. Those two teams exchanged 12 consecutive punts. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. Those poor season ticket holders and all. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, what a boring goodness. game. That's, more boring than, what was the Sunday night game last week? Oh, uh, yeah. Denver. Was, oh, that was uh, Denver and, um, and the San, San Francisco. Francisco 11 to 10. 11 to 10. <laughs> Only the second time in 100 years that they've had that score, 11 to 10. Uh, what screams... Boring football game more than a final score of eleven to ten. Yeah, I don't anyway, f- five to four. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, same um, thing. Baseball scores. Yeah, baseball right? scores. A field goal exactly. and a safety. <laughs> so, uh, you are predicting a victory. I take yeah, it. Yeah, I predict a victory every, know, man, they every got game a, we play. Are they got some guys on there that are good. Kirby, and, and they got a guy that can do that, and they can run up and down there. So, well, I'm Mizzou is an actual program, unlike oh, yeah. unlike it's you know the cupcake teams, but. Yeah. Uh, Kirby's so been saying all week, SEC East opponent. We got to treat it that way. Yeah, I think you do, especially after having just a, you know maybe you think maybe the little scare from Kent State in the middle of that game maybe helps focus people. Oh, there's no the week, doubt, especially when coach. you know get no yeah. doubt for the coaching staff they're able to. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of things here. First of all, uh, Kent State did some things to us, disguising their coverages really well, threw us off, disguising their defenses, and other teams will go to school on that. Right? They right. will go to school on that, so our guys have to get, get better. better. Yeah. All right, let people know the programming Saturday. What is the programming? Yeah, let's see. We begin at 3.30 with Dog Talk pregame, then at 4.30, Lauren Smith, Scott Howard, Eric Zier, DJ Shockley, and yours truly with the Napa Tailgate Show at 7.30. It's kickoff, and then you can call in after the game until all wee hours of the You'll morning. be up till Sunday morning. Yes, we will. Thank you, Hondo. Thank you, Thank you for having me always. I believe that music was used in a film called Pulp Fiction. It was. Interesting uh, bit of trivia about Pulp Fiction. I've seen it once at the theater when it came out. That's it. <laughs> I'm the only person. There's certain movies that people freak out that I've only seen. I saw it like, like uh, Forrest Gump. Saw it once at the theater when it came out. That's on TV all the time, though. You haven't seen it a little bit. Yeah, like, I, I hated it when I saw it. In the really, theater. I didn't. I enjoyed it. And then I, I believe, watched it later, and I liked it. I believe I started crying. Why wow, you were happy at it was some finished. point? <laughs> I was like, 
I didn't like his girlfriend. It just seems so contrived. Everything was so, well, this happened because of this, well, yeah. and then this was because of But at of the this. time, it was pretty cool with the, uh, you know, you didn't see movies like that, except for one called Zelig by Woody Allen. Right, which was kind I, of, that's what I thought. Kind of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, rip off. Except he did that in black and white, made it easier, I think, mm -hmm. to do the effects. But Pulp Fiction, I've seen a bunch of times because I like it. I know. Well, all my friends, they could they could quote from it. I can never quote from movies. I'm not one of those people. I just can't. I can't remember. I could see a movie. There's some movies I've seen 10, 20 times. And you can't quote them? No. Hmm. That's just My brain just doesn't latch on to that kind of I stuff. I can quote a lot from Silent Movie, that Mel Brooks classic. There's only one thing to quote. Mm -hmm. And you know who says it? I do know who says it. Jared doesn't. Because he's never heard of Marcel Marcel. Right, and he's a mime. Who was the world's greatest mime. I know, actually know that name, believe it or not. Mime. I've heard of Isn't before. that weird? He's got, a, he's got an outsized fame. Yes. Because he's the only famous mime ever. Like, I think he's dead. I don't know, but I think he's dead. Um, and still, he's the most famous mime. And in the 70s, it was like, there was one mime. Yeah, we don't be on all of. the chat shows. Yeah, and he would like try to, he could never get out of that box, poor guy. I know. It's always in that box. <laughs> oh, I'm in a box. So I guess he wouldn't talk. <laughs> oh, I think I used to have something in my old stupid stand-up about uh, punching a mime or something. Uh, no, Why a, would you do that? Why would you no, hit a mime? No, no, no. It wasn't about hitting a mime. It was just some, it was some, I don't know. I can't remember my stupid act. But I, it, was a, it was a frustration with the whole thing in the box thing. You don't see like, what is that? How do, Who even decides that's going to be a thing? I'm going to pretend to put my hands on things that aren't there, and that's going to be an art. I don't like clowning. Doesn't it? Well, like they, they are clowns, right? They're it's clowns. It's a branch of clowning, and I'm not a fan of clowning. You don't like any clowns? Not oh, really. he's always talking about how he doesn't like the circus. He doesn't like any of that. No, I don't like, I like circus it. clowns. Rodeo clowns are fun. They get hit by bulls. Uh, yeah. Maybe gourd. <laughs> yeah, I get. I give it that they're laying it out on the line. John Wayne Gacy was a clown. Maybe, maybe one of the reasons I'm not a big fan yeah. of clowning. What about Bozo? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was in the fifties. There's got to be 64. one clown you like. I've never Ronald McDonald. When I was a kid, okay, I liked those commercials, but that was just because I wanted to eat McDonald's cheeseburgers. Well, he raises a lot of money for kids. That's why. Well, I that's like great. McDonald's. That's fantastic. But he doesn't have to dress up. Well, I guess he does. He's he yeah, he's got to act the part. I think his kids came out like he married a woman who didn't have red hair, but they came out looking like they had the makeup and the nose. He's <laughs> a great comedian who you guys never saw, I don't think. I worked with Fluffy. him a couple times. Gabriel Iglesias? No. Drake Sather. He committed suicide. Drake Sather was one of the funniest people ever. I worked with him a few times, and he was an unbelievably nice guy and uh, funny, and I loved him. And he committed suicide and left a suicide note that said something about Somebody had been voted off of American Idol the week before, and he said, I can't live in a world where... Yeah. So he leaves with a joke. But he used to have a joke about doing a... You know, because as a comedian, you do fundraisers. And he's like, I was at a fundraiser, and we raised uh, over a million dollars for the Ronald McDonald house. At one point, I looked around and thought, how big of a house does this effing clown need? <laughs> He and Norm wrote for uh, uh, Dennis Miller, and then I think a lot of Norm's yeah. later stand-up sort of had the same. Yeah, he and they tone. had they had a little bit of the same kind of delivery. They looked a little bit, a little, not, yeah, back not then. when they were younger. When right. they were young, well, Drake didn't get that much older, but God, he was a really 
I'm just glad I just brought him up on my show. I'm just glad. Go check him out. Yeah, if he you was, haven't ever seen him, go to Google. Type in Drake Sather. Really funny guy. Lost him. Wait, and you, know, you never know about that kind of stuff. You never know. I just heard somebody else. Anton Fear of the Golden Palominos. Yep. You just don't know what you don't know who's going through it. You know, you gotta you gotta be available to your friends. I think I don't know if there's anything that we can do in those situations, but you just never know. On the outside, people can be so appear so happy. You just don't know what's going on, on the inside. That's kind of a bummer kind of way to end a Friday show, to end the week. But not if you go check out Drake Sather and and laugh and celebrate his life. I'm glad just to throw his name out there. He was a great guy. All right, we're done for the week, right? I'm being told by my, my producer. We are. Go dogs. And do I have to come back and do another show on Monday? You are contractually obligated. 9 a.m.? That's right. Should we invite everybody listening now to come back and listen then? Why not? It's a free party. All right, you can do that. But uh, until then, continue on your journey. Do not piss off the genie.